It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Flying Whippet Production Studios. I am Andrew Moeller. Drew, call me Drew. This is not Max. This is an old friend of mine, an old golfing buddy, a guy that used to take all my lunch money <laughs> and more on the golf course, you prick. <laughs> but we needed a fill-in tonight, so we went and grabbed Jeff Vexler. Jeff's good to see you, buddy. You know, I, I was so lucky to be sitting on that street corner. When you walked by uh, right. and said, I need a co-host. Yeah. I was it, so lucky. I was just asking, yeah. does anybody have a dime? And yeah. you were like, hey, man, I actually, I don't. But it was a very impressive cardboard well, sign. Thank you. Thank you, you. Can you show him It was that? in Sanskrit. Can you show him that little bottle right there? This one? Yeah. So the this guy was- the one that was, I had. He was taking a leak. We're walking down the street. I'm like, sir, can you host the show? To go, oh, we got oh, off the rails already. He, he drank it. No, we're good. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Ammonia. No, no <laughs> We're off the rails. Oh well. Okay. Keeping with tradition, <laughs> we always have the prediction for the scores. We, uh, full disclosure, we don't know what the score is. The game's going right now. I've got the Chiefs. I won last week, by the way, brother Bob. I said the Pittsburgh defense was freaking horrible, and it is. And uh, they lost. They shouldn't have lost. What do you mean they shouldn't have lost? The Vikings just like it. Okay, so maybe Ben's got another two or three years left in him. He has about two or three more minutes. <laughs> Thank you. He's done. Yeah, he's done. I but, mean, he was done 18 months ago. He was done, but you know what? The guy had a great career. Are we going to see Dwayne Haskins this year? No, no absolutely not. <laughs> no, Is this I, an Ohio State thing? <laughs> no. We got a running joke about Dwayne Haskins. I predicted Dwayne Haskins will not take a snap in the regular season, in the preseason. And so far, you're right. Man's but, a head case. But he hasn't gotten in trouble yet. <laughs> well, that's a plus. He only gets in trouble when he's playing. When he's sitting on the bench, I guess he's okay. How's Cardell Jones? Uh, who? <laughs> anyway, Chiefs, I got the Chiefs winning 27-21. Everybody had written them off a couple weeks ago. What's going on? I said, they'll be all right. They've been all right. The Chiefs are coming around. Now, the thing is, could the Chargers play like they did against the Bengals? Could we see that Charger team tonight? Or could we see the Charger team that lost to the Baltimore Ravens? Well, there's it's a running back story, right? Because the Chargers have Eckler healthy, ready to roll. And... The Chiefs have Clyde edwards Lair back, and that makes a huge difference for the Chiefs um, to be able to swing it out of the backfield, which has pretty much been their MO this year. They're not that deep threat, you know, 75-yard chunk play team right. that they used to be. They're, 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 they've been much more of a nickel and dime team this year, mostly because teams are playing them in two deep zone. So it, having Clyde back, I think changes the math on this game. Um, I like it being high scoring. I like it something in the neighborhood of 31-17, 31-24. Okay, what's the line on it? Do you know the over? Yeah, it's Kansas City's favored by three. Three. Okay, and what's the over under? 54. So I got the over under 48. You got it over. Who knows these games? Who do you like? I'm going to take the Chargers and Herbert. 
after that after that howitzer that he showed off last weekend. God, he's got a gun. It was what sixty seven point eight yards yeah. in the air. On the run as he was getting hit. Which is a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. Isn't that right? Something like that. Isn't that, like, the equivalent? That's insane. Well, guys, that hidden voice you heard, that's Brother Bob, ever the contrarian that he is. He's I hate that. everybody. Pretty much, and that's okay. Mm. Not me yet. I'll give it time. I don't know you give very me, well. Give me, so just <laughs> give me time. So we got the predictions out of the way. Um, Bob wanted to run this segment, so I'm going to let you guys roll with it. But... He does have a point. These these bowl games that are coming around the corner here with a lot of teams that are just turd bowl, turd bowl bowls, basically. You got some on Bob that you want to talk about? Well, I mean Why? we 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 start <laughs> we we start off tomorrow with half our viewers with, with <laughs> Middle Tennessee and Toledo. Oh. Wow. Oh, it's a juggernaut. Can't can't wait. I have a rule. If you put a cardinal direction in front of a state, the team sucks. Okay. Eastern Michigan, Middle Tennessee. Oh, the other one. The, the, is Middle the, a cardinal direction? It's cardinal enough. Okay. Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, okay. Uh, and then the other one for tomorrow, Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina. Okay. I, who cares? Actually, to me, it's genius because you've got people itching for football and they'll get they'll get a viewership off of this. There's we'll watch it. There's they three all do. there's three demographics that care about the Northern Illinois Coastal Carolina game. Northern Illinois fans, Coastal Carolina fans, and degenerate gamblers. <laughs> and you know and mostly the latter. And, and people that are itching for college football. Now now what is your beef with these kids getting a chance to spend a week in Nashville or Orlando? You know, I have no problem with that. Do you have a problem with that, Bob? I don't have a problem with them taking a little bit of a break, but don't tell me the game matters. Right. Well, of course it doesn't matter, but it's money for the schools. It's never mattered. Like the 54 Lumber Classic has never mattered. The big bad boy mower mower game thing. Oh, and I, I just I just heard this the other day. There's a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. No, there's we not. get the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Yes, really? That's a thing. That's a thing. What's the worst bowl? Who name plays ever? in that? <laughs> oh my God! Let me pull that up. Cal Polytechnic and <laughs> what's the worst bowl name ever? I know there's oh there was there was there was a Texas bowl game that was uh, that was a toilet toilet bowl. Yeah, no, they, I I'm dead serious. There was a Texas bowl game that had to do with toilets in the in the early two thousands. Well, Bob's looking that up. I always, my beer of the week, because I know everyone's wondering, is. Oh, lie, the champagne of beer, champagne dude. Of beer. Wow. Wow. So it is the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Of course. On Saturday, December 18th. I hate Jimmy Kimmel. 4.30 p.m. You at hate the, Jimmy at Kimmel? How do you hate Jimmy Kimmel? I hate all liberals. Wow. Wow. Okay. What a uh, it's Oregon State and Good Utah joke. State. Oregon State, Utah State? That's yeah. Not a- I could not name one player on either team. Yeah. Which means, you know, obvious, obviously it's and, the dog shit bowl we thought it was. Yeah, and, and here's my problem. I mean, yeah. while I was looking this up, I wanted to say this. Yes, the schools are making money, but they're making it on the backs of these players who aren't making anything. 
Apparently, we need to move a mic. No, we're good. Okay. Okay. Everybody's the, happy. So, so they're making money. The school is making money, and these kids are making nothing. Well, for me, it's the chance for the kids, uh, the kids to experience, you know, a different city, spend a week, hmm. really because just they don't, go take a semester they abroad. They don't play. They don't play road games half of the year. Well, I know, but can I give the kids a break? Fine, fine. It's, Holy it's, God, do you think do you think bowl games are about the kids? Uh, it's all about the not. kids. They're it's not. about the boosters. No, I, I it's about it. the boosters <laughs> having having some sort of carrot at the end of the freaking rainbow well, you know that they we'll get do? to travel to with their wives and kids. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's pull up the ratings of those five games that you talked about, and then we'll see if. Okay, well, look, I don't care that they exist. I'm just telling you that on my sports life, I swear to you, I won't watch. Okay. I swear. And I love sports more than anybody I know, but there's 0.0 chance I'm watching the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl between Utah State and Northern Oregon State. Is that correct, Bob? (laughs) I. Oregon State and Utah. I may watch it just for the spectacle of the Jimmy Kimmel. We have a bowl game named after a person. Is he performing at halftime? (laughs) Will his kid fall out? A a little monologue on the 50-yard line. I'm interested if those (laughs) last two things happen. Keeping with the college theme here, we had National Signing Day, which I guess goes on forever now. I don't know how important it is. but It's not important. Yeah, it's not because they all switch teams They're five minutes exactly. later. Exactly. So, but you know, the, the usual uh, suspects um, are the big winners. They're saying you got Georgia, Texas A and M, and Alabama. I'm I'm, I'm 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 shocked. Yeah. I am shocked. Georgia, Alabama, and uh, Georgia, Alabama. I'm reading it here. And A and M. A and M. Yeah. Wow. A&M was ranked pretty high for the signing class. Yeah. Good for A&M. The other two are not shocking. Who would have ever thought that three SEC teams would lead the uh, the way in national signing five-star recruits? Can you imagine that? I'm just, I'm mortified. Well, uh, one I team, would be mortified if, if I was a Longhorn fan. That's right. Well, you know what? Actually, the Longhorns uh, have jumped up quite a bit. They signed, uh, didn't sign, but... Quinn Ewers, who left Ohio State, who's a five-star, can't miss. Have you seen a picture of this guy? I haven't. We have. Have you seen one. a picture of this Actually, guy? No. Way back when, but he signed with Texas now. And oh, I know. He's bringing on a couple guys from Oklahoma. He's oh my five. God, he's a five-star. Yeah. I want you to look at him porn in star? the eyes. <laughs> that is a five-star mullet. He's a porn star. Look at him and tell me that's a five-star. <laughs> well, because that's... if he is, I'm your mother. Well, that man just signed a $1.2 million, <clears throat> one of those endorsement deals already. No, I, I, has I, never I, stepped on a college football field. So I realize he's the cat's meow. I'm just saying he <laughs> looks a little bit like, was it uh, Mac Jones? Yeah, it was Mac Jones at the uh, NFL Combine who like took his shirt off and looked oh, yeah. like a big frumpy, like, like, like marshmallow. Looks like me. He looks basically like Mac Jones. Oh That's my funny. god! Now he's supposedly the cat's meow. So let's give it to Texas. They they found another spoiled athlete to bring into Austin, which I think is really rare for them. You know, I mean, usually they have the hardworking guys, but this time they found a spoiled. They're, they're going guy. all out. 
How long do they keep that coach before they get rid of him? How long until Austin figures out that the reason that they absolutely stink at athletic performance is because they spoil our, all their athletes? Another decade? Do we have to go another yeah, decade? I, it is insane that the, that program has dropped to what it has. It's, it's amazing from the days of Vince Young to where they're at now. Basketball program the same, yeah. and 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 it's not going to get better moving to the SEC. It's actually going to get worse. They're going to become even more worse. irrelevant. Yes, and the the lockers will become more expensive. Instead of a quarter of a million dollars for each player, it's going to be four hundred thousand for each player's locker room, and each player is going to become more entitled. The reason that Texas can't compete with the Alabamas of the world and the Georgias of the world and even the Clemsons of the world or anybody even ten notches lower than that is because Texas doesn't recruit depth. Once you get to Texas, you have it made because there's nobody behind you that's good enough to take your spot. And they just do it perpetually. And everybody gets spoiled the minute they get to Austin and they hit the coast button. And then they're they're crap. So so how do we figure it out? Because the program should be a, a top five contender every single Quit year. Quit spoiling your athletes. But who? what colleges don't? I don't know. Somehow when you go to Tuscaloosa and you know that there's a guy behind you who's also a five star who can kick your ass in practice, you don't slough on Friday and Saturday night, you know, and come back for Monday practice. I mean, a a kid case in point, Michigan, those those players during the offseason decided as a group this year is going to be different. We're going to practice harder. We're going to play harder. We're going to live up to our potential. Yeah. And it worked. And, and they've actually lived up to their potential in plus. Yeah. Well, let they me to Ohio State. That's all throw, that matters. Let me throw this out to you guys. So you do have that five star wanting the five stars position, say at Alabama. He says, screw it, I'm out of here and enters the portal. What do you guys think about this portal? Dabo Sweeney said we're cheating the kids out of a good education. Which, okay, and, which Dabo had a he had a terrible freaking. That's recruiting. a great joke from Sweeney there. Yeah, he said Ooh. that, and he he just says it's out of control. Is there any validity to to the portal being out of control, and does it really matter a national signing day with the portal the way it is? If if we don't give the kids the chance to move, like we give the coaches the chance to move, Brian Kelly not only moves and is able to coach immediately, he moves in the midst of a regular season, screws over a Notre Dame's possible chances for making the football, making the semifinals, and all the kids are left holding the bag. No, no, let the kids move around like free agents. So, so we all agree that National Signing Day is basically irrelevant. Entirely. Entire, uh, well, I shouldn't say year. entirely yeah. irrelevant. If you commit to Alabama, you're probably going to stay there unless you get benched behind the five star that beats you out yeah. the next year. And then you get to go somewhere else. And in my opinion, I think that's a great deal. If you were a stud and you decided you wanted to go to Texas or Alabama or Michigan or Ohio State and somebody else beats you out, but you think you still have a chance to be an impact player somewhere else. Why shouldn't you be able to turn around and go somewhere else? I don't get the entire idea of telling students that you have to sit out. And I you, didn't get it to begin with. And are you okay with the licensing? That's a whole other question, okay? Because I think that brings an entire ball of wax into it where you have a bunch of young men, young men and young women who are going to walk around 
college campuses feeling super entitled, even though they already did. And it's going to take them from like BMOC, big man on campus to like big man on campus times 12. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't be allowed to make money from their name and image or likeness, but we have got to be like keeping a really close check on the egos that come yeah. along with that because we were already seeing yeah. what comes along with just making the football team and how that affects an entire campus full of ladies and ev- and everybody else. If you're making $100,000 or $500,000 on top of that, yeah. that could really swim drown- downstream in a bad way. Well, it's going to take a real grounded athlete because – even a guy like Manziel didn't lose his mind till after college. And can you imagine if he would have gotten these kind of endorsements during college before the, he even stepped on a college the, football field? The Cleveland Browns fans wouldn't have had to worry about him coming in and screwing up their, their franchise. Right, because he would have been already he, suspended. Hey, exactly. Hey, yeah. uh, news alert. He would have been out of sports. News alert. The Cleveland Browns have had more quarterbacks screw up their franchise than just Manziel. I think they've gone 15 quarterbacks in the last I swear yeah, I thought Tim Couch was going to be good. I'll, That's I'll, the only one of them. I'll call you the Browns and raise you with the Jets as to screwing up quarterbacks. Mm. Yeah. yeah, actually, you win. I thought that quarterback for the they Jaguars. had Kozar. They had Kozar. The Browns had Kozar. Yeah. Well, Boomer Sison's more more recent. Oh God, they were the same era. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, you were saying. Um, so that leads me to um, talking about the ins and outs of life. My boy, Urban Meyer. Any thoughts on Urban? <laughs> that guy. That Pulling freaking guy. I love you, Urban. I don't care that what That freaking say. guy. He won a national. You national- love him? Well, here's, here's why I love Urban, okay? In what way? Here's why I love Urban. He took Ohio State to another level, and we won a national championship with him, so... So he gets but, a pass for the rest of his career? I mean, Who was the coach that, right before him. Urban Meyer look at Ohio him. State? Is he a handsome man or what? Who was the coach right before Urban oh, look, Meyer at Ohio State? Um, Jim Tressel, right? Yeah. The one who won a national title? So how did Urban Meyer take Ohio State to, quote, another level? Because Jim Tressel definitely won a national championship, didn't he? Jim Jim Trussell stepped it up. Urban made us a perennial, uh, a perennial. Okay, top I thought five. he took you to another level. If if Urban perennial if if level. Urban Meyer was a real man, he would have kicked one of his offensive linemen. Pull up, not that, the pic- kicker. Pull up that picture again, uh, real quick, Jason. Pull that up. Oh, Coach Jesus! That's what Jesus. a real man does. He drinks beer and he's getting a table dance. Coach Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you about oh, that. Okay, man. this he is a douchebag. Oh. Right. I mean, cool. yeah, but he's your douchebag. He's That's my, right. Well, he was. I my can understand bag. that. But but listen to this, okay? This is this is a douche move, and actually, he should have been fired when this happened. His team loses, okay? Eleven times. I said you pull up the pod. I said he'd probably last five games, so he lasted eight more than I thought he would. He loses. He sends his team home on a plane. And, th- and then he goes to a bar and, and has fans give him table dances. That alone, they should have said, you know, go to USC here, wherever so, you know. So if you're Trevor Lawrence, who played a knockout career in college, yeah. number one pick overall, and your prize is this dumpster fire. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He never... When you have a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, and I think he will be a good quarterback, you got to have a coach that 
that you're you got to be in tune with the quarterback. There was never that connection between Urban I've, Meyer. I've got and it, I, guys. Urban Meyer didn't want to coach there. He didn't want to coach there. He didn't want to coach there. He, he, he got in. He got a great contract, and he wanted out. And he did every yeah. single thing he possibly could to get his ass fired. To include kicking a kicker. Including kicking a kicker. Him but, but here's the thing. If he had done this in college, he'd have all that dead money that would still pay out. <laughs> He's not he going to get paid much of his much of his remaining contract. Well, see, here, here's the thing. He gets to go sail around the Keys for about, what, two years before his money runs out? He's happy. He, and he gets to go back and work on on Fox or NBC. I, I, will they? Will they take him? Back? Oh, absolutely. What if they, more stuff comes everybody out? I'm, I'm sure said, everyone's going to come out. Everybody said he was great on TV, and they loved him behind the scenes. Hey, Rex Ryan had a foot fetish and a shoe fetish, and he's on a true. Yeah. What's wrong true. with that? Which one? What do you need to tell us? <laughs> In, I'm, I'm trying to quit. In, in fact, it actually came up on one of the bro. I was watching get up in the morning a couple, about a week or so ago. And I came up in the conversation about Rex Ryan's <laughs> shoe fetish. Oh, it's one of the great stories in the history. Wasn't it Marv Albert too, that had some weird ass fetish? Bite it was biting in the back. Yeah. yeah. Weird yeah. Shit. Yep. Um, Bobby Petrino. That's who he reminds me of right now. Remember he was a coaching legend. He went lasted what? 12 games with the Atlanta Falcons. And then. Never Except for that, Urban Meyer's in the probably the top five collegiate coaches of all time. I mean, I mean to, yeah. to to get serious. So, so what is the problem with college coaches transitioning to the pros? and falling flat on their face. I can tell you. So, I'm over fifty. If you played sports, so I would say over forty. If you played sports over forty, the coaches, even in high school, they would grab you by the face mask. Some of them would, could actually rough you up pretty good, depending on what sport you played. And that those days are over. You 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 can't have that 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 kind of high school college mentality. We can grab a player by the face mask. We can say certain things. So those so, days are, and and when you try to bring that co- college mentality to the pros, I don't know, it, it man. Just I, I, I don't I don't really think that's it. Okay, even though respectfully, I understand what you're talking about, but like, what was the? Um, wasn't Bo Schembechler? What was Woody the? Hayes. Uh, Woody Hayes. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to say Woody Allen. I was like, that ain't right. <laughs> Woody Hayes. Woody Allen could have Woody, Woody, Woody Hayes got lambasted in the late seventies for grabbing a guy by the face mask. Woody, right? He punched a Clemson player in the face. Yeah, grabbed him by the face yeah. mask and punched him, and he was gone. Yeah, and so like. I mean, in theory, that that whole idea of the old school coach has been gone for a long time. The reality is it hasn't. Well, that I mean, played out on national I, TV. I think the difference between a pro coach and a collegiate coach is that a collegiate coach gets to pick the best talent they can, and they are the best at picking the best collegiate talent that they possibly can, where an NFL coach only gets to pick one out of every 30 of the most talented players that they see out there. And that's a big difference. And if you're Alabama or if you're, you know, one of the, one of the blue chip stocks of, of college football, you can also put in $45,000 with it. Yeah. Well, would we agree Bill Belichick's a great NFL coach? As good as there's ever been. He, He couldn't be a good coach in the college ranks. His 
I, I just so it's just a different modus. But see, Pete Carroll's got more of that Zen kind of. You got to understand people, and there's a, there is a difference between coaching multi now. It could change with this NIHO NIH agreement. NIL NIL, but you've got the the pros that are making incredible amounts of money. So you got to treat them differently than you do a kid who's getting a degree in urban planning. So, so are you, are you putting out evidence that my boy, Jimmy Harbaugh is a better coach than Bill Belichick? Cause he had success at Stanford. He turned around the 49ers and now he has success again in Michigan. I would oh, give him a lot of credit for that. Dude. I do. And Pete Carroll. I, I Pete Carroll, all the guys sure. have been able to. I mean, I love Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh shows that it can be done. Yeah. But you have. <laughs> guys, that was the sound of. Yeah. Okay, listen, listen I, can, I can turn your sound pad off. Jim, Jim, Jim Harbaugh has one good year and all of a sudden we're, we're singing the praises. He. He shit the he hey, shit the one bed. season more than he shit the bed in Michigan for like the last eight years. He he played for his job in in his season. in his first year with the 49ers, He turned around that ball club on a dime. Okay, well, who couldn't have turned around that ball club on a dime? Mike Singletary. So why didn't he? <laughs> Excellent call. Excellent call. Because he did poorly. So what was the problem with Michigan? He talked about you can recruit players. The guy was coming off a successful run in the 49ers. It takes a minute to recruit players. I, I, eight years? I think, I think, don't ask Texas. I think Texas to, won't wait though. Texas can't wait too. To, to give Harbaugh some credit, I think he needed to come around a little bit to what college football is today and to change himself to be a better coach. He's a, he's a different coach this season than he has been before in Michigan. He's a, he's a, he's a different person. He's actually laughing yeah. now in press conferences. Well, good for him. I will say this. Yeah. He beat your guys. Well, I will say this. Is that a we? I'm a, Is that a we? A, a, a we, my, uh, when we say we, we're talking about the Buckeyes. We are? We. we. <laughs> <laughs> the royal we so about is not ever talking about the Buckeyes when we talk about we. That is so weird. So we is the Buckeyes. We is the Buckeyes. Why? When you're in my presence, we are the Buckeyes. Did you grow up? State. Uh, uh, did you grow up a Buckeyes fan? Absolutely. Did you grow up next to DuPont? DuPont. Yeah. No. No. Like maybe down the river. No. Okay. Because I can't figure out why people from Ohio think that, like, Ohio State hung the fucking moon when it comes to football or any athletics. It is the credit of coaches. Look it up. The the coaching branches that extend from Ohio. Oh. It's called the cradle of coaches. Cradle of coaches. I know. I'm totally impressed. Is it because the waters were polluted by DuPont? Well, just because a fire started in the 70s on Lake Erie, mm-hmm. the mistake by the lake. Mm-hmm. Okay, I lived in Southern Ohio, so. Oh, no, yeah, I, you I, were I'm not way, responsible for. You didn't even, the drinking the water probably didn't I I, All joking aside, though, I, I'm hap- <laughs> I am happy for Harbaugh and Michigan because at the end of the day, it's, it's elevating the Big Ten and. Elevating the Big Ten matters to you? Yes, of course. Really? Like when Wisconsin wins, you're like, oh, go. On Wisconsin, I, I will be rooting for every Big Ten team in the bowl games. Okay, because right. we need a lot of help because the SEC is getting ready to kick everybody's ass. Well, and also there's about tonight like not be a Big Ten. 
we're about to have an SEC, and and it's not going to be called the SEC. Do you think the Pac-10 and Big Ten will merge? Oh, no. No, absolutely not. You're going to have three conferences, and they're not going to be called anything like the SEC, the Pac-10, the the Big Ten, and the Pac-12. That's not going to happen. It's just going to be three leagues, and there's going to be 36 teams in it, and that's all we're going to have. That's what? Three years away? Four years away? Do you think there should be a uh, college commissioner, someone to kind of control the chaos? I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. This is where it's going. Uh, it seems the like money is so in one. The money, right now the money is in it is 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 here now. You don't think we should have a governing body in college? I'm not know. saying there shouldn't be. I'm just telling you it's not gonna matter. But someone's gonna have to control the chaos because Okay. The chaos, like having like needing, work. like needing the key to go tinkle when you're the producer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, let let the chaos, let the chaos be there. I mean, I don't think you can fix it with a college. You're not going to get a college commissioner, not not in the current day and age. I mean, if you brought in Kennesaw Mountain Landis right now to take control of college football, the way he took control of Major League Baseball in 1919. Uh, what's he going to say? Hey man, there's a whole bunch of money out here. And we know that teams have been cheating by paying players for as long as we've been alive. So what do you want me to do? If you want me to say that you can't do that anymore, or do you want me to say that you can in as much as you want to? If I'm Sweeney's point is there's a lot of tampering. Right now. Well, no shit. There's been a lot of tampering since Eric Dickerson got a Camaro from SMU. Yeah, yeah there, there, there has there has been tampering because and, and you have to and you have to have tampering because you're you're building million you're building these huge programs on the backs of these men, these young men who aren't getting jack shit. Let me ask you a question. Serious one. Uh, Katzenmoy used to play linebacker for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, sure. He um, he was asked, um, I don't want to major in anything. My major's football. And you know what? The more I think about it, he has a point. Why can't these kids major in football and part of the curriculum is finance, maybe setting up uh, non-for-profits, no, learning how to— You're not going to do that at a public school. That's not what you're going to do. If you want to go to the uh, Deion Sanders Academy— Okay, then, and I don't, that has nothing to do with him coaching at Jackson State. Deion Sanders used to have his own uh, private school up in Dallas that he funded. Uh, Prime University, I think it was called. If you want to go to Prime University and not have a major, I'm good with that. But if you're going to go to a public school, brother, you got to have, you got to have pencil too. You can't, you can't be all helmet. Now, do you or, really think a lot of these kids are getting a legitimate degree? I mean, come on. It's not the point. That's not the point. Why There's, can't football be their major? That's what they do. Or or stop stop the lie. Stop the lie of student athlete. Split off the football and the basketball programs. Have them be their own for-profit entity that's funneling money back into the athletic program. And these are employees. These kind are like contracted employees. Like minor leaguers for, that's exactly what yeah. they are right now. Well, that's actually not a bad idea. It's fine by me. That's why you're my producer. You're amazing. <laughs> when I see the price of college tuition going up at Incarnate Word 
at Trinity twofold, threefold over a decade span. And it's like, well, what changed? Oh, they added a football program, which loses $6 million per year, which is about what's going on at Trinity and Incarnate Word. Oh, well, where does that money come from, Bob? Well, it comes from the students who are paying for their tuitions. And all of a sudden they have to pay $10,000 more per year just so some football kid can go play football and lose a million games in the division three. But that's ridiculous. But to your point, Incarnate Word, Trinity, their private schools, whatever, do whatever you want. Whatever the hell they want. Go to LSU where they are now paying Ed Ogeron, who they showed the door he is still going to get paid 17 point some odd Sick. million dollars. Yep. If I'm a student at LSU in the athletic department, I'm going, yeah. okay, well, I guess that's the reason why our towels only get washed once a week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jim Trust, no Oliver Maya, they're probably still getting checks oh, from Ohio State. I mean, it's, it's count, up, count up Charlie Strong's dollars. I mean, yeah. this oh, is, you, yeah. Her, you know, isn't it, yeah, Lord. is it Herman or Strong that's getting paid not only from Texas, but another universe? It's, it's insane. Mm, it well, you know, it's paying Herman. for it. Like you said, the college kids, they're paying for that guy that's been gone for but five, six years. It's, it's, it's really the donors in those cases. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah, I, I look. It's all it's all out of whack. It's an it's it's a bizarre economy. College football. I mean, what what was the thing I saw today that um, if uh, if 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 the University of Texas were a franchise, it'd be worth one hundred and seventy four million dollars. That's all. That's it. And I was like, that ain't right. It's got to be more like three million. And UT was tied at number one with Michigan. I think Ohio State, maybe a couple others at this top number of 174 million. I'm like, no way that's right. No way that's right. Hmm. It'd have to be 1.74 billion, wouldn't it? We got Bob plugging away there. That's on the interesting. Computer. There he goes. Yeah. Well, we beat this dead horse while he's looking at Texas revenues. Holy shit. Actually, the 2018 value, according to World Street Journal, Texas, 1.1 billion. There you go. The Ohio State University, just a touch over $1 billion. Alabama, $1 billion. So I think what I saw was actually single-season revenue. Single-season revenue, yeah. The, the revenue, Texas, 164 Ohio State, 137 Alabama, 140 Michigan, 133 I'm actually surprised Notre, to Notre Dame is five. They just don't have rich enough, smart enough alumni. They have their own television contract. Teasing. They got, yeah, they got, crazy. they got, they got dough. I mean, they suck every year. I Nobody mean, likes I mean, them. They're, they're competitive. They make it to the playoffs and then they get blown out. Because which is what's going to happen to Cincinnati. <laughs> it will. Well, speaking of blowouts, let's talk about some NBA. This is your wheelhouse. It's not what mine. Do you want? Bob's rule is we don't talk about basketball until after Christmas, but there are some uh, trade deadline moves coming up. And what do you think about Ben Simmons? Where does he land? Well, Philadelphia can't keep him. I mean, they have an actual championship caliber roster and they're missing one guy, you know, a defender, a large defender who can handle the ball and occasionally get score, get scores in transition. And that's Ben Simmons. But Ben is not going to play there. He cannot play there. The Sixers fans won't take him. So he has to go. Um, Now, the question is, Will Daryl Morey, their general manager, be able to take, we'll just say dollar for dollar yeah. instead of like 
because Daryl Morey wants a dollar fifty on the dollar for what he perceives to be Ben Simmons as a star. And Ben Simmons is no longer a star. Yeah. He's proven to be a slouch in the playoffs. So where does he go? I think he I think he goes to Detroit. Honestly, I think Jeremy Grant goes to uh, Philadelphia and fills the slot, fills the idea of having Ben Simmons to a T and they send off Ben Simmons. They get a pick in return. And all of a sudden Detroit has Cade Cunningham, Ben Simmons, and they're ready to roll. So who do you think would be the winner loser in that trade? I think they're both winners. I think they're both winners. I think Jeremy Grant is an astonishingly good small ball four. And then if you put Ben Simmons next to Cade Cunningham, God, that's dynamite. Yeah. That's dynamite. Yeah. Detroit, Detroit would have seven years of really good basketball. Is there any other uh, trades out there that you've heard percolating? That well, everybody talks about Damian Lillard being on the move because they the, said they ain't moving him. They yeah. said he's staying put. But the Blazers stink. The price is right. He moves, right? The Blazers stink. Yeah. Where would he go? An aging guard. I don't know. Where's another aging guard that's available for trade? Los Angeles? Well, how many basketballs can you have on a court? I don't know, but, but Russell Westbrook is not working in Los no. Angeles. He's not working anywhere. He's not working. He's he, not going to work there either. He needs either. to go to like the Timberwolves, some team where he can score 25 a game and play Allen Iverson impersonations. Yeah. So, yeah. so you send him to Portland. Okay. And Portland sends Damian Lillard to Los Angeles, to the Lakers. And then Portland the ships out. Uh, yeah, oh, of course. L.A. is going to have to give up at least one more guy. Taylor Norton, Tucker, uh, Austin Reeves. I don't, I don't know. They're going to have to give up more. But they would have to. You give up something. And then you get rid of C.J. McCollum to another contender. Maybe, okay. maybe Indiana. So full reboot. Oh, they have to go full reboot. I agree. Because I mean, the Blazers are terrible. Yeah. They're terrible. And they've been terrible, honestly, for five years. Yeah. Um, and even when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals and got swept. Yeah, they're they're not good. Then there's other teams that are probably out there. You know, if you want to bring this home to like San Antonio, mm-hmm. who's out there available for the trade rape? Ren Forbes? No, 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 no. Like what teams are looking to be better than they actually are? Charlotte comes to mind. Okay. They're, they're a decent squad and they're young yeah. and they have miles Turner. They, your cans. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, are you breaking my headphones? You're talking. I'm What'd you do? No, they're fine. You just have to flip them over. Uh, anyway. Oh, this is good. <laughs> Zoom on that if you can. This is like watching a monkey do a jigsaw puzzle. I was thinking about a monkey having relations with the football. Don't don't drink on the show. (laughs) Where were we? As we were. Oh, my God. Anyway, if, 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 if the Spurs are looking to make a move, which, you know... Figuring out the Spurs is like figuring out the CIA. You're just, you just can't do it. But if in fact the Spurs are looking to make a move and upgrade the roster for three years out when Josh Primo is the guy that we think he's going to be, because Josh Primo has shown signs of being the real dude. And obviously DeJounte Murray has played a a, a fabulous season so far. You're probably looking to a team like Charlotte who thinks that they're like 
this far away from being an actual contender. And maybe they, maybe they actually are, but they have no center, none. Their center is miles Plumley, for God's sakes. If you send Jakob Pertl over there for a draft pick and one of their young players, they're going to be like, shoot. Yeah. Because they think that's going to put them over the top. And the Eastern Conference right now, I mean, Milwaukee is banged up because of COVID. Mm-hmm. New Jersey, New Jersey, Brooklyn is a mess because of Kyrie and James Harden being out of shape. Old the aging heat, veterans. The Heat are aging veterans. Who's the team, maybe other than Chicago, that if you're Charlotte, you even think is really going to be there at the end? Milwaukee, I think everybody feels like is going to be there. And Brooklyn, if they get Kyrie, which is a huge if, is going to be there. But you got to feel like if you're Charlotte, you have a plan to be successful in the next three or four years. And Jakob Bertel's one of those guys who you know is going to be there three or four years. And he's way better than a a Plumley. So what are you giving up? You give it up a young and a pick and the Spurs are definitely interested in taking a young and a pick for Jakob Pertl. Yeah. Spurs got some, uh, are you mad at the Spurs? I just don't know where they're going. Does Popovich need to retire? No way. No way. Stick. Why would Popovich need to retire? Popovich, give me one good well, reason. Well, Becky one, Hammond. One, 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 well, God, give me a break. First Not yet. Coach. Not yet. That's happening. That's going to happen, but it's not now. Political correctness, or is she really the best coach out there in the market? I don't know. Go sit on that sideline. Figure it out. We'll figure it out. I haven't been on the sideline. Me neither. Well, Popovich lied to the fans because he said the day that Duncan retired would be the day he would retire. Oh, man. I'm going to kill him for that. (laughs) I'm going to kill him for that because he wound up getting Kawhi Leonard, and he was really, really, really good, too. What do you think about Young? And by the way, he wound up figuring out he just loves sticking around the gym. What about Thaddeus Young going to Suns? That's going to – well, I don't know if Thaddeus Young's going to go to the Suns because the Spurs asking price allegedly from the Suns is is high. Dario Saric plus Jalen Smith plus a pick. That's a lot. Um, Yeah. Uh, but uh, Thaddeus Young's definitely going to be moved yeah. because he's a helper on a good team. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Golden State, honestly. Yeah. It, it'll be in- interesting to see how everything plays out. Bob's uh, pointing to his watch, so we wrap up. No. But, but let me in with I, this. I don't want to go. I, I'm going to go completely off, off the wall here. What do you think about Tiger coming back? They said he's hitting the ball. Nothing is more exciting to me than Tiger hitting the ball. Nothing. That kind of Nothing makes your sports. shorts go crazy? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, bro. I'm glad the table's hiding it. I, there's nothing cooler than Tiger Woods hitting golf balls again. Hitting uh, with his son's pretty cool. Undoubtedly. So, um, and if I'm betting on it, Tiger plays again in major championships. Wow. Um, I'll does bet he, you beer on that one. And I bet he competes. I'll bet you he plays in some um, Bullshit charity, tournaments. Char- charity yeah. events. Yeah. I don't think uh, so. But playing at the competitive level, are you talking about the, the seniors tour? No, bro. Oh. He'll play in majors again. No, okay, I'll bet you beer on that. You got it. All right. Guys, we're going to sign off. We had a lot of fun. Thanks, Jeff, for coming in. It's good Appreciate to see you, you again, brother. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Until then, have a great evening. Yep, watch the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. That's right. <laughs> Can't and wait. Ways to find us if you lasted this long. We are on the Apple, the, the Apple podcast, the Google podcast, the Spotify podcast, the Amazon music podcast. 
if you're watching us right now, you're watching us on YouTube, so you already found us. Yeah, you. Um, and yeah, that's right. So guys, it. for me to keep the lights on, all I ask you to do is one thing. Hit the like and subscribe button. That easy. Have a great evening. Hit me up later. Text me. <laughs> I give you all my phone number? No? No? <laughs> Thank you.